Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Gunner and Cheyenne. Happy Singles Awareness Day, Cheyenne. Oh, gee, thank you. That's so nice of you to point that out. Comes the day after Valentine's Day every single year. I didn't mean to point out that uh, <laughs> you're celebrating today. You're not wearing like a birthday hat or, you know, like a celebratory hat and, you know, <laughs> happy Single Awareness Day. No, not, saying, not doing that's, that. Not saying that's how you're celebrating. I just happen to say happy Singles Awareness Day, Cheyenne. Well, I can tell you as a single person. It makes sense that today is Singles Awareness <laughs> Day. Because I feel like uh, Awareness Day should have been the day before. <laughs> but I, like, that way you're aware and you can find a date on Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's too much pressure the, the day before Valentine's Although I'll be day. honest, I'm aware every day. That's true. <laughs> every dang day when I fall asleep by myself, all alone in my bed. Yep. And I just reach for the pillow and it's still empty. How was uh, Valentine's Day for you yesterday? Uh, it was, it was fine. Do? I mean, it was pretty much everything I expected it to be. Spent time with my kiddos. And uh, had dinner by myself. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yesterday you're like, I'm going to get a bottle of wine, a box of chocolates. I'm going to draw myself a bath. And none of that was just said to us. No, because none of that ago. happened yesterday. I, did it. I didn't make it to the store. I just had other things to do. I had life things happen and I just didn't get around to it. It's like you had nothing going on yesterday. Yeah. I hung out with my kids. I played basketball with Easton at the park. And that was pretty much all I did. <laughs> I said I was going to go get my wife a card yesterday. Um, I went and got her a coffee instead. Oh, I like that, though. So I went to her favorite coffee stand, got her a coffee, Aww. surprised her with it when I got home, and that was pretty much it for that was, Valentine's that's Day. That's sweet, though. <laughs> but I mean, that's stepping it up from last year. I did nothing last year. Yeah, I'm really proud you know, of you. We, we just don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, she did try and make dinner yesterday, but... What do you mean she I think she dropped the ball. Because I mean, well, because I mean, I get done with my workout, and she's like, so what do you want to do for dinner? I said, well, I'm just going to make some nachos right now. And that was pretty much it. Like, why, why are you asking me what I want to do for dinner, which is what you do pretty much every night anyway? Yeah. I feel like she should have put in a little bit of effort yesterday. <laughs> you barely put in I, effort. I, I, at least I did something. <laughs> she did nothing. So you had nachos for dinner yesterday? I had nachos for dinner. Okay. Got some show stuff done and went to bed. Okay, and then. And that was it. 
Sounds like you should be participating in Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> Pretty <TV>. much. <laughs> so how do I celebrate this, Cheyenne? Can you tell me about this? <laughs> I'm going to go home and do nothing. <laughs> oh, really? I thought there was something extra special I could do. No, you're basically already doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's day to day. Camel Country 107.9. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, whenever somebody has a birthday over 100, it seems that the go-to question that the news stations ask these individuals celebrating their birthday is, what is the secret to a long life? And a lot of times we hear that it's uh, well, like a beer a day. Yes, booze. Right. Well, there's a 109-year-old gal, a gal, she just turned 109. She just celebrated her birthday. And her friends talked to the local news station. I, I wish they would have talked to her. Because what was the name of that gal? Flossie Dickey. Flossie <laughs> Dickey. We played some audio from her a couple of weeks ago, just reminiscing on her, whatever birthday it was. Oh, but Flossie, she was like, I'm tired. <laughs> but in this case, the news talked to her family, and they were talking about some of the things that she loves doing and what may be her secret to a long life. Okay. Take a listen. Here. She's friends with everyone. She's the sweetest little thing since she came. She knows exactly what she wants to eat, and she'll only eat what she exactly wants to eat. She's been without a man. <laughs> She's been divorced probably for 80 years. No stress. There it is. <laughs> the secret to the long life, not having a spouse. Not having a spouse. <laughs> 80 years. She was without her after the divorce. She's like, I ain't, I'm not doing it again. She lived 80 years without a spouse, just living a single life. I mean, honestly, I can't blame her. Having a spouse is stressful, especially if it's just not a healthy, like yeah. loving relationship. I can totally see why that gives you longer life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you feel like you'd want that companionship. Oh, 100%. I feel like just kind of being single and alone, just kind of. I'm not saying miserable. that the lifestyle is for me. I 100% would love to have a companion that I go to bed to every night. Yeah. But I understand not having one and the lack of stress. That not having one gives you. And her birthday just happens to be right around, I think it's the day before, but it is Singles Awareness Day. Ah. So look at this woman. Her name is uh, Jenny, celebrating Singles Awareness Day. And if you didn't know, what is the acronym for Singles Awareness Day? Ah, uh, I have no idea. Single <laughs> Sad. Oh! Oh! <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Country 107.9. Well, the Chiefs had their celebration, their world championship celebration parade in Kansas City yesterday. Um, and following the parade, which there was a lot of buses and flatbed trucks and stuff like that carrying the the members of the team and their family yeah. through the parade route. And then it all ended in the middle of the city. I forget what the, uh, the venue was called. But anyway, so they had a big old stage set up and all the members of the team were on the stage. Travis Kelsey grabbed the mic and started singing. And he sang uh, a re... It was like a parody of Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places. Yeah. And he's holding the phone up, reading the lyrics, which are changed, uh-huh. obviously, being that it's a parody song. And I couldn't help but think that Taylor Swift wrote him with these... <laughs> helped him with these lyrics, okay? It is possible, yeah. And, and he's very intoxicated. Take a listen. Here we if go. you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. <laughs> I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. <laughs> the last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. They went. Took that glass of champagne, <laughs> Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. 
<laughs> I got friends in low places. All right, I think, oh my I, I think a DJ took over, started yeah. playing the song at that point. Yeah, was, no, the, the amount of drunk slurring from Travis Kelsey. <laughs> What's interesting about those events, though? I mean, yeah, drunk and slurring and stuff like yeah. that. I feel like if we tried to pull something like that at one of our events, we get nothing but crap for oh, that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Our events are professional things. These are, they're literally celebrating the highest That's achievement a, in their field. I know, but still. <laughs> Nah, you just trying no. to get wasted at the club. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get us to that point. I'm trying to justify it a little bit here. Uh, but there was a, a, a sad moment that happened after all of that. Uh, once they were dispersing from their championship parade and all the joy, as you heard, you know what was happening up on that stage. There were some shots that rang out. Yeah, uh, and they're still trying to figure out who, you know, what the um, the, the motive behind the shooting was. Unfortunately, one person did do, lose their life, which kind of hits a little close to home because she was a local radio DJ out yeah. there in Kansas City. It's unfortunate. And she was just out there, and it wasn't like she was doing any station business or anything. She was just out there enjoying the parade. And I'm not sure if her family was with her. I know she has a couple of young kids, so definitely keep her and her family um, in your thoughts and prayers today because it's just a uh, very sad situation out there. But uh, once we figure out a motive, I, I'm more curious as to what the motive was. Yeah. I know like up in Denver when they had their championship parade, there was some shots that rang out and it was a drug deal that had gone bad. Oh my. So for the, as for what happened here in Kansas City, I don't know. Luckily, you know, I mean, if there is any silver lining to it, there was 800 uh, uniformed police officers there. And even and then there was undercover police as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the police responded really darn quick. And there's videos making the rounds online too of bystanders that tackled the shooter. Yeah, which I think is phenomenal. Like you just at that point, I think if we're, we're it happens so frequently that people are just tired of it and they're tired of seeing loss of life. So when something yeah. like that happens, they jump in action. So we couldn't uh, play that Travis Kelsey audio without mentioning that. Yeah. So those affected definitely keep them in your thoughts and prayers as you go about your day today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever lost something and years down the road, somebody reached out to try and return it to you? Hmm. Has this ever happened? However you lost that particular item. There's a guy in uh, Maine. Uh, his name is Scott. He was out with his metal detector. <laughs> Dudes in their metal detectors. <laughs> I remember having one as a kid. That was pretty cool. You know, trying to pretend to be a pirate. Looking for the booty. <laughs> this dude's out with his metal detector. And he uh, he uncovered this ring, right? Uh. And the ring had been, uh, it looked pretty rough. It was out there for a while. So he thought he'd clean it up. And while he was clearing off the dirt and cleaning it up, he found that there were some initials and a date uh. engraved on the ring. Uh, it looked like it was a wedding band. So he decided to try and find the owner. He posted about it online, and here's Scott telling the rest of the story. Okay. Well, I threw it on the buy swap, and this lady actually messaged me, and she's like, wait, I think that's that's my ring. I'm like, okay, give me the initials for the heck of it. Two seconds later, she tells me initials. I go, when do you want to meet up? I'll return it. So then she finally tells me, she's like, well, it's my ex-husband's, and uh, he tossed in the river, apparently. She was like, thank you for being a good Samaritan, trying to do the right thing. But honestly, you know, it's the ex-husband. She hates him. She's like, <laughs> You can either toss it, keep it, or sell it. So he, the ex-husband tossed the ring in the river or wherever this dude was using his metal detector. Yeah. She didn't realize it at the time that he had thrown his ring because she recognized the uh, the ring and the initials. Yeah. Maybe she thought he had it in a drawer somewhere or something. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, she realized that the ex-husband had tossed the ring following their breakup. And she told the guy, just toss it, keep it, or sell it. So he's trying to sell it right now. I get it. As somebody who's been divorced, like, I get it. I had my ex-husband's wedding ring for probably, oof, 10 years before I actually got rid of it. What'd you do with it? Throw it in a river? I don't remember. (laughs) I think, honestly, I think I just got to the point where I just threw it away. I don't remember what I did with it. Yeah. And I didn't wasn't money, making all it wasn't worth that much. We no, were really? nineteen and twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those Claire's rings. Yeah, it's not like it had a diamond <laughs> in it by any means. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a boomerang moment? I mean, good or bad. Sometimes the best things are found when you're not looking at all. Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? I get rid of so much crap. You do. And I'm sure that there's something sentimental that was in a box somewhere or, you know, ended up at the dump. Well, you're not like an emotionally attached guy. Like you Mm -hmm. don't attach to really much of anything, which isn't a bad thing. It's just who you are. No, my my wife's got this case just Uh sitting in the corner of a room with her mom's old antique plates in it. Oh, I don't blame her for keeping those. But it's in a container in the corner of a room. (laughs) So what would you like her to do with it? Put it in the cabinet where they should be? Oh, wait. No. You had her get rid of that too. Yeah, no, we got rid of the china cabinet, <laughs> so I guess we don't have any room for her exactly, china anymore. To go. She should have ordered more cabinets when she did our kitchen remodel design. That's her own fault. We'll just blame it on, we'll just blame that on her. <laughs> but something's got to be done with them. I don't ever see her using them. Yeah. I mean, it's a sentimental thing, but I mean, at some point, she's got to get rid of them, right? No, I would hang on to them if I was her. It's just taking up space, Cheyenne. Oh, blue. Can we store it in your attic? <laughs> we'll just store it in your attic. <laughs> Storm in my attic, they become mine, so. (laughs) No problem there for me. (laughs) Say less. I'll load them in your trunk tomorrow, Cheyenne. Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever had a boomerang moment, I guess is what we're calling this, where you got rid of something and it came back around? Avery is in Peoria. Avery, what do you got? So when I was growing up, I had a baby blanket that, you know, I took everywhere. It was, like, my security blanket. Like, my probably, like, my best friend. Like, literally, I couldn't go anywhere without it. Yeah. And around about, I want to say I was, like, five-ish, 
when it disappeared. Aww. Gone without a trace. My parents, like, swept the house, like, trying to find it. And it was just gone. You know, they tried to give me something and, you know, they, they bought me a toy. Like, I remember. <laughs> to try and distract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bought you a toy. Fill the void. Yeah. So we've lived in the same house my entire life. So my parents are still there. It's like, you know, and just recently their washer and dryer went after like 25 years. They had to buy a new one. And when like the workers came, you know, like to take out the old and bring in the new, tucked in between like the dryer and the wall. No! Yeah, there was my baby blanket. (laughs) Wow! Honestly, like, the emotion, like, I just started crying. Like, I came, like, I came to visit my parents, and my mom was like, you're never gonna believe. And she handed it over to me, and I was, like, just shocked. What'd What'd you do with it? So I tried to clean and sanitize it as best I could. I mean, really, like, I think I, we put it through the washer, like, three times. But it looks pretty good now. Wow. And I have a one-year-old daughter, so I gave it to her. Oh, I love that. I thought it was, like, I don't know. You know, if, like, things, like, happen for a reason. Like, maybe... Yeah. Kid, like, I don't, I don't buy into it all the time. But this was the moment I kind of bought into it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, how crazy after, like... 20-ish years or so, this blanket comes back into my life. And how crazy is it that your parents haven't moved the washer and dryer in 20-some-odd years? I know. I'm concerned about the rest (laughs) of the dirt and grime that's everywhere else. (laughs) Well, I know. Like, washers and dryers were, like, built to last back in the day. Like, they don't make, Uh, you know, we don't build things to last anymore. That's true. I mean, that's valid. Well, congratulations, I suppose. (laughs) Camel Country 107.9. Well, one of the biblical commandments says, Thou shalt not lie. <laughs> Cheyenne went against the what the Bible says yesterday, and I guess will be condemned oh, uh, for lying to her kid. What'd you lie to him about? I lied to him by, so, <laughs> by telling him that his tuna noodle casserole was chicken noodle casserole. Because uh, he wouldn't have eaten it if I would have told him it was tuna. And I needed him to eat it because that's what was made for dinner. And he t- he takes his first bite, and he just like kind of, you know, chews on it a little bit. He's like, "This chicken tastes funny." So I told him, <laughs> "Did you store it in the work refrigerator, Mom? Why does this chicken taste funny?" I told him that the chickens were raised in a different state, and that's why they tasted funny. <laughs> it's what they feed the chickens in other states. That's why it tastes funny. But you know what? He ate every bite of that tuna noodle casserole. Well, I mean, I mean, you didn't lie that much. It does say chicken of the sea on the side of the can. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It does. What was the uh, the Jessica Simpson thing back when she was dating Nick Lachey? Didn't when she uh, well, she thought it was uh, she was eating and thinking it was chicken because it said chicken uh, of the sea. It was something like that. Yeah. I don't. That does not surprise see, me. See, so I mean, yeah. if, if that makes you feel better, it is the chicken of the sea, Cheyenne. You didn't lie too much. No. But, I mean, it's tougher these days to lie to your kids, especially when they got Google at their, in, the, in, their, in the palm of their <laughs> yeah. hands. Yeah, and Alexa. Alexa, Alexa ruins lies too. for parents everywhere. Yeah, I remember growing up. I'm sure my parents told, told a good handful of lies to me. And I think the only verification process when you were, you know, I, I'm 43. So, I mean, growing up and not having Google and not having access to all that. The only verification you could do is to call your friend Timmy and and have Timmy ask his dad, you know, the answer to the question. (laughs) And see if it was the same answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's a little tougher to, to lie to your kids yeah, these days. Yeah, definitely. But is that the only time you've lied to him? Or Oh, no. I, I 
fib to him all the time because he's he's fib. not really a picky eater. He is if he knows what it is, but if he doesn't know what it is, he'll eat anything. So I have to like fib to him about what certain things are so that he'll eat it because to him it's just like a mental game. And yeah. he knows that it's fish, he's not going to eat it. But if I tell him that it's chicken, he'll eat it because he loves chicken. Yeah, you're you know better, what I mean. Yeah, you're better than I. I th- our my daughter's diets are uh, pop tarts, mac and cheese, and top ramen. <laughs> no. And I mean, there's no. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't have it in me to to try and make something and have them fight me yeah. to eat it. It's That's why I lie. To... <laughs> it's not a fight when you lie. Well, it doesn't help when you don't like it either. <laughs> no, well, that's, that's true also too. valid. But I mean, it, yeah, and my diet consists of chicken strips and all, and, and the aforementioned ramen, mac and cheese, and pop tarts. <laughs> the more adult version of your kids' diet. And they fight me every time on the chicken strips. So yeah. I mean, what, what can I lie to them about that? <laughs> this is a Snickers bar. Wait, they no, fight you not. on chicken strips? They fight me on the chicken strips. What kid doesn't like chicken tendies? Yeah. I know. On. That baffles me a little bit. So I don't know. I don't, there, there's not many uh, examples of when I've lied to my kids. Just give them what they want. Spoiled brats. <laughs> <laughs> The way to daddy's heart. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, Tell us about the last time you lied to your kid. What was that little fib, that little white lie? If that's what you want to call it to make yourself feel better. Uh, You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 107.9. Tell us about that little lie. That little white lie you told your kiddo to get them to do something. For Cheyenne. Your Easton is how old? Oh, he's seven on Saturday. Seven on Saturday. Uh, well, hopefully he doesn't get the seven-year itch and bolt. <laughs> I mean, I would hope not. <laughs> I'm not sure how he's going to survive. <laughs> well, he was eating uh, tuna salad yesterday, and to get him to eat the tuna salad, Cheyenne had to say it was chicken, and when he was eating it, he's like, this chicken tastes weird, and you said it was from chickens from another state. Yep. Just to get him to continue to eat the weird-tasting chicken. And he did. Hey, he ate said chicken. Yeah, he ate all of it and wanted seconds, so I'm oh, here for it. Start talking about lies that we heard growing <laughs> up or maybe lies that you've told your kid just to get him to do something. Yeah. The white lie didn't hurt anybody, yeah. right? can't be mad about it. My parents told me that pheasant was chicken so that I would eat the pheasant that my dad hunted and brought home. Yeah, I mean, and I ate it. Yeah, that's not long. malicious at all. Yeah. As long as it's not malicious or harmful. But are, like, are we setting him up for like... Long-term trust issues? Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, what did you tell him after the fact that it really was tuna? Absolutely not. Somebody no. uh, very similar. Text with the 623. I did the same thing to my daughter with tuna salad. Her response was, Mom, this is the best chicken I've ever tasted. <laughs> after it was all gone, I told her the truth. And with a big grin, she said, Ew. Exactly. But has eaten it ever since. Oh, well, that's good. I think that if Easton was a little bit older, I would be able to do that. But at, he is so stubborn and so strong-willed that he would forever never yeah. eat it. There's a lot of parents texting in saying, I can't tell you the lies because my kids are in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I love it. Text the 951. I told my kids that the ice cream man only plays music when he's out of ice cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> So they're just glued to the window waiting for the ice cream man to drive by without music. Without music? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Text at the 602. I have to tell those exact lies whenever I cook for my parents. Wow. My dad can't stand bell peppers and onions in the food, but he never notices if I don't tell him. Yep. Especially in pasta dishes. It's hilarious getting him back for all the times that probably fib to me growing up as a picky eater. Absolutely. Yeah, I do the same when I cook. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You just don't tell them the ingredients. If I know that somebody has an aversion to something and it's not it for an allergic reason, I, I just watch them scarf it down. Yep. <laughs> I either I'll, I'll like like onions. You chop them up real fine and yeah. nobody nev- ever yep. knows. Yep, and yep. mushrooms. 
Uh, text of the 520. When we were kids, my brother was obsessed with ranch, but he would not eat sour cream. So one night, my dad told him it was ranch. And when he was eating it, my dad goes, man, buddy, how does that sour cream taste? <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a taste difference, though. I mean, there is, but when you're young and you don't care, like, really, you're just taking a stance on something that you think that you know. <laughs> That's kind of what my parents did with pheasant. They were like, how's that pheasant taste? And then I pretended to vomit. Text the 928. My mom told me artichokes were monkey brains. Why? I feel like what that's the point of that. That's so the kind, of, kind of with the opposite on that. Yeah. One. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did she not want you to eat artichokes? I well, don't maybe, understand. Maybe he only he only was or this person was only down with eating monkey brains. You know, <laughs> the obsession <laughs> was real. <laughs> they were watching Indiana Jones. Like I want some monkey brains. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> Try these artichokes right here. These are really monkey brains. You'll like them. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079. Gunner and Cheyenne Jelly Roll will be in town on uh, the weekend of April 11th uh, for Country Thunder. Yeah, he's headlining Saturday, baby. And uh, as we watch Jelly Roll over the next year, um, he's going to be dropping some weight. He has enlisted the help of Gary Brecca. You heard of this guy? Uh, no. This Gary Brecca has been referred to as a human biologist and a biohacker. And uh, Gary's going to help Jelly Roll lose weight. Jelly Roll weighed in initially at 494 pounds. Oh, boy. And he's hoping to strip quite a bit of weight off of Jelly Roll over the next uh, year. Here's Gary talking about what he's planning to do. I'm so excited to be on this journey with him. And and he's he's been very vulnerable about it, too. He said, you know, Gary, this is the first time that I felt like my weight is killing me. Ooh. You know, this is what I mean about loving what I do, not feeling like I work a day in my life. You, you get to meet great humans like that and be a part of their journey. So we're going to we're going to we're going to strip about 250 pounds off of him Ooh. in the next 12 to 14 months. So he Is weighed in at 494. Yeah, wow. so 250. He's going to be half the man he was when he was at Beers with Friends last November. Good for him, though. I mean, the statement of the fr- this is the first time I feel like my weight is killing me. That is a very big, very heavy statement. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine being in a place where I f- would where I feel like my weight is literally killing me. I mean, it's he hasn't always been that size. He's been a, a, a bigger dude. If you've seen his documentary on Hulu. Uh, there's a lot of early video yeah. from when he was working the clubs and really hustling, you know, way back when. And he was he was a smaller dude. You know, he still had some meat on him, but he was nowhere near the size he is now. And you know how life is. It gets busy mm-hmm. and you just, you know, it just kind of gets out of control sometimes. You wake up one day and you're like, man, what what the heck happened? How, yeah. how did this happen? I mean, I've been there. I mean, definitely not to the almost 500 pounds that Jelly weighed in at. But like, I've woken up and looked at myself and been like, where did this yeah. weight come from? I wonder, I, I don't see Jelly Roll doing this, but I don't, as far as like just disappearing from the public eye. Mm-hmm. And then, you know how some people do the whole, let me reintroduce myself. And then they put their hand on the, yeah. the camera and it's like a social media thing. Yeah. And then there he is, 250 pounds lighter. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him doing that. No. So, I mean, we'll see a gradual difference. It's probably a before and after photo, but uh, you really probably won't notice too much uh, right off the bat here. I think you're going to notice more than you think you're going to. Weight loss at that at that uh, amount, even when you're starting to lose 15, 20, 30 pounds, it's noticeable. Right, but... Yeah, okay. I mean, we don't see him every day. Yeah. I was going to kind of relate it to, like, you, you see your kids every day, and you really don't notice 
that age, like when they when they really start, you know, hit that growth spurt or in, in whatever, unless you're away from them for like a week. Like when you're, mm-hmm. if you go on a vacation with that special someone, yeah, and you come back after a week, and it looks like your kids have grown up so much over the course of that week. Yeah, yeah, I, I see, see what them, you're saying. When you see them every day, it's just not that big of mm-hmm. an increase in the age. Yeah, you know. So I mean, with Jelly Roll, every now and then he'll post something, and we'll be like. Dang! Oh, yeah. Look at you. Wow, look at him dropping all that weight. I'm here for it. I can't wait to see this journey for yeah, him. Best of luck for with Jelly on yeah. that. And we will see him at Country Thunder coming up in April. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Abe. What up, shouty? <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't focus when you do that. Hey, Abe, are you a phone charger? Because without you... I die. I am, but uh, possibly not the right connection that you need. I'm either U- USB C, Lightning, whichever one you don't have, that's which one I am. <laughs> wow. the old school Android. <laughs> which is not a knock at you, it just means I just can't get it right. <laughs> all right. Uh, pickup lines through the rest of the week. Uh, Cheyenne's just all about the pickup lines. I'm here for and it. And that's the one to your heart right there? I, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's it was, a pretty, it solid, pretty one. solid I like yeah. it. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. This is Gunner and Cheyenne, Camel Country. 1079. Well, the time has come. It is time to play Pick Your Battle. Kenny Chesney tickets on the line today. Uh, a little trivia game. Ready to go, Cheyenne? Ready. All right, Abe. Get her done. Gunner, are you ready to play? I am. Thanks for asking. Oh, you're very, very welcome. <laughs> Nolan Glendale, <laughs> are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? Yes, I am. All right, five questions or 60 seconds. Whichever comes first, you will have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what is the category? Your category today is the late, great Chris Farley, who would have been 60 today. That guy in a little Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He passed away back in the 90s, didn't he? 97. Yeah. 97, yeah. wow. Gone way too soon. Yeah. Right. Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd you do? <laughs> Noel, who do you want to play against this morning? Myself, Cheyenne, or Gunner? I'm going to go for Gunner. Oh, man. I was getting all comfy in my seat and everything. He was, too. I really felt like you thought he was going to choose me. Had just the right amount amount of butt heat on the chair. (laughs) Gunner's sleeping in the studio. (laughs) All right, Abe, question number one. All right, here we go. In what movie did Chris play Tommy Callahan, the son of an auto parts tycoon? Tommy Boy. Correct. One of Chris's iconic SNL characters was an over-the-top motivational speaker named Matt Foley, who constantly reminded us he lived where? In... Alhambra. No. Uh, trailer by the river? Oh, you're so close. You can pass. By the river. Yes. Oh, yeah. In what movie does Chris play Mike Donnelly, the good-natured but bumbling oddball brother of a politician running for governor of the state of Washington? Oh, pass. Who starred alongside Farley in the infamous Chippendales audition sketch on SNL? (laughs) Uh, time. Oh, uh, he did get it. It was right at the buzzer. Yeah, right. Let's go ahead and bring Gunner back in. Uh, I don't. I really don't know how. 
I don't know how much he knows about Chris Farley, to be completely honest. So it I couldn't even gauge it. Because he lived through it. Yeah, that's and true. And he definitely likes those type of comments. Yeah, but so did Noel. So. <laughs> All right, Gunner. Yeah. He got two out of five. Two out of five. Yep. Okay. All right. All right, Gunner. Eight question number one. Here we go. In what movie did Chris play Tommy Callahan, the son of an auto parts tycoon? Ah, uh, Tommy Boy. Correct. One of Chris's iconic SNL characters was an over-the-top motivational speaker named Matt Foley, who constantly reminded us he lived where? Down by the river. In a, van, in a van down by the river. Correct. In what movie does Chris play Mike Donnelly, the good-natured but bumbling oddball brother of a politician running for governor of the state of Washington? Is that Black Sheep? Correct. <laughs> Who starred alongside Farley in the infamous Chippendales audition sketch on SNL? Uh, Justin Timberlake? No. Um, pass. Farley was originally cast as the voice of the title character in what animated movie that ended up going to Mike Myers after Chris's passing? Myers. Oh, is that Shrek? Correct. Yeah. Uh, back to question number you four. Want to take the uh, who starred alongside the Chippendale sketch? Yeah, I don't know. Seconds. Eight. Do you know it? Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have not. Uh, that's time. It was okay. Patrick Swayze. Oh, yep. I wouldn't have got that. But one. you got four out of five, four which means five. you win. Hey, hey, I win. I think I've won like the last three days. You have. Pretty sure. But uh, no, we're still gonna get you those Kenny Chesney tickets. How about that? Hey. Yeah. Thank you. Cheyenne was so excited she sneezed. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. That was a sneeze. I was trying not to let it out. It was a celebratory sneeze. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, believe it or not, the special someone you're with had a life before meeting you. Well, that's just rude. Absolutely How rude. Dare them. Their life should begin <laughs> when you guys meet. Uh, but yeah, there is life that happens, you know, with that special someone prior to you guys meeting and maybe sometimes your paths cross unknowingly Ooh. prior to meeting. And there's a gal uh, who's going viral on social media because she was shocked when she spotted her husband in the background of a selfie she took two years before they met. What? The photos from 2012. Uh-huh. They met in 2014 and she was just randomly scrolling photos in her phone and saw him in the background. Look at this photo. Wow, okay. Look at this selfie. He is there predominantly in the background. He's like there, there. He's almost like creeper. Like <laughs> he's not. I thought he's looking. It was at almost her. like he was stalking her, <laughs> and then he saw the phone go up, and he turned his head. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was. Because I mean, look how much room is in the background of the photo. Yeah. It's like she purposely put him in the background of the it photo. It does look like that. It does kind of look like that. But she says it was unintentional. Shocked when she saw that her now husband was in the background of the selfie she took two years before they met. Not me going back to all the selfies I took to try to find somebody in the background. <laughs> well, you got to meet the man first, Cheyenne. <laughs> I know, but maybe and I know it. And then figure out if you guys crossed paths years prior. Sorry, I'm you know? trying to jump to the last step. If you guys have like Disneyland in common, uh-huh. right? And you guys have frequent in Disneyland and you're like, wait a sec. I was there that week. And then going through all your photos and seeing he's there. That that, that would, would be, be the proper cool. step in the process in that. Dang it. I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of dudes at the background of your photos. Good luck trying to find <laughs> one that's find their contact info, A. Then they got to be single. Then they got to be interested. That's See, this is a lot of steps. It's just not worth it. <laughs> but good but for her. Does anybody have a similar story of spotting their significant other in a photo that was taken years before you met? I could imagine like maybe like a school photo. Yeah. I think for me, like in my hometown, something that would happen there is like people being at a summer camp and then being in like the same group photo unknowingly. Yeah. Because that was see a that. big thing back in Yakima. Well, in small towns in general yeah. too, right? I mean, a lot of the uh, 
I guess a lot of the churches and the youth groups and stuff like that would probably all congregate during one week in the summertime at yeah. a certain location. And you're at that church, he's at the other church, you have no idea of each other. Then years down the road after graduation, you end up dating and realizing you were at the same summer camp. You pull that photo and there you were. You both were in the same group photo. It really does just remind you how small this world actually is. It really it really is small. And you yeah. hear stories of, I mentioned Disneyland. You know, there's stories of this happening in the past. And I think Disneyland was a, an actual example. I think you're right. I feel like I know what story you're talking about, but I have zero detail on it. But it sounds familiar. The detail I recall, Cheyenne. <laughs> is that there was somebody in the background of a picture. <laughs> wasn't she in a stroller? Like, wasn't she that young? It was like, she's in the stroller and the, uh, the kid was in the background. I don't, I don't know, know, but I like it. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever spotted your significant other in a photo taken years before you met? 602-894-5653. You could also text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever looked at photos from years ago? And realize that your significant other was in the background of that photo. There's a gal, I guess she was in Malaysia. She was shocked when she spotted her husband in the background of a selfie she took two years before they met. And it's, he's, he's super prominent in the back of the picture. So I, I am surprised that she like didn't put two and two together earlier. Well, it almost looks like she took the photo on purpose to document or send like to her girlfriends. Be like, hey, like look at this hot guy. Or do you think this guy's like following me? Is it creepy? <laughs> I like that I went to the opposite <laughs> route as you. <laughs> it could be one or the other. You know, it just really is yeah. uh, interesting the angle on that photo. But uh, he's now her husband. Have you ever had a situation uh, like this? And I guess it didn't have to be in a photo because Jamie, who's in Mesa, uh, what happened with you? So actually, it's not a. It's not exactly the same. It's not a photo situation. But okay, my boyfriend and I have been together for ten years, and. On our third date, we were driving around. It was in our get-to-know-you stage, so we were still learning about each other. So we were asking our favorite things, and I had been talking about my favorite fast food thing from Taco Bell. And back in the 2000s, there was a sauce on the quesadilla that was so good, I used to call it crack sauce because it was addictive. (laughs) Yeah. So we're on our date, and I'm like, oh, man, did you remember that quesadilla sauce? I used to order it, and I would ask for extra crack sauce. I, he goes, okay, well, this is crazy, but I used to work at a Taco Bell drive through and he tells me the location, and he's like, and back in the 2000s, there was this girl that would drive through and would ask for extra Stop crack sauce. It. it was you? It was me. <gasps> I was like, wait a minute, stop. It's the one on, at this intersection. And he's like, yeah. And I oh was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I specifically remember one day there was a drive through moment where the guy was like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I was like, it's Kiss Bet. No one ever knows what I'm talking about when yeah. I say, can I get cracked on? But he remembers yes. that too, though. He remembers. That is it so was so cute. specific. He was the guy with the headset on in the Taco Bell drive through Cheyenne, and she was the customer. <laughs> that is so yes. sweet. If high school me knew that I was dating a Taco Bell guy, she would be mortified. But... <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell her. It's okay. <laughs> but then not only that, Apparently, we when we met, we had also accidentally met three months before that we found out. You were destined to be together. Yeah. So where does it stand now? And why are you still his girlfriend? <laughs> We've been together for 10 years. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me at him, Jamie. Let me at him. We're good. You know, like, I'm happy being his girlfriend. It's, it's a good spot. <laughs> for old time's sake, you should go buy him, like, some little headset uh. and role play. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I was going to say, maybe you should propose to him and put the ring inside the Mexican pizza box. Yes. That would be pretty funny. Camel Country 107.9. Well, it was the category of our Pick Your Battle game earlier this morning. Um, Chris Farley. Uh, Today, he would have been 60 years old. Wow. He passed away back in 1997. And one of the questions that was asked of uh, in the game was um, something about Chris Farley was the original voice of Shrek. What what was that question, question, Abe? It was, what animated movie was Chris Farley originally casted to voice, but ended up being taken over by Michael Myers after his passing? (laughs) Thanks, Abe. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't ready. A lot of of those words in a different order, but yes. yes. (laughs) He wasn't ready, so I had it. I was back. (laughs) I just said, what was it, Abe? And then you jumped in. It was just kind of funny. But uh, appreciate that, Abe. Um, but no, Chris Farley, yeah, we found the uh, the audio. Because he the majority of that movie was filmed. Well, not filmed because it was animated. But it was recorded with yeah. his voice. And then he passed away. How, how much of the movie was recorded with his voice before he passed away? Roughly 90%. 90%. They said he had about five days of recording left. And they couldn't find enough. Of his voice to to fill the void, or like what was the well, story? Well, there was parts he hadn't even done yet, so you know, right? You can't just create dialogue. You know, Chat GPT right. wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> well, that's true. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but then they opted to go with Mike Myers, mm-hmm. and that's what we know of Shrek and how Shrek sounds right now. But here is Chris Farley, um, a, a snippet of that recording, and he's back and forth with Eddie Murphy, who plays Donkey, Donkey. in the uh, the movie. Take yes. a listen. Here we go. Nothing like a fire and a noble romantic mission to warm the cockles of your heart. Yeah. I like my cockles room temperature, thank you very much. Hey, if you're not doing this for cockle warming, why are you doing it? Simple. Fartwad gets his princess. I get what I want. <laughs> Fartwad. <laughs> but it is interesting to like know what the movie is with Mike Myers, then yeah. go back and listen to it and try and imagine it with Chris Farley as the voice of Shrek and not Mike Myers. It is definitely odd, especially knowing that it is Chris Farley. He, he always had such a very unique sound to his voice. So when I hear that audio, I don't see it behind the Shrek body. I see Chris Farley saying it, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, but rest in peace, Chris Farley. And yeah. I mean, what more he could have done in his career? I mean, what, 60 years old he'd be today. But I mean, he was uh, in his 40s when he passed away, right? Did I do the uh, math right? He was only 33. 33. I did the math That's early my on. age. That's my age. <laughs> I know. Age. He died Crazy, so young. Right? Just imagine the movies. Because I mean, Black Sheep and uh, Tommy Boy were his last movies, right? No, they were just the biggest. They were the biggest of uh, his career. Still, though, so much untapped potential. 100%. But um, if you Google Adam Sandler and uh, some of the tributes he's done to Chris Farley over the years, that's some good stuff to watch today. It's really good. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 107.9. Well, I pulled up a country playlist on Spotify yesterday, Cheyenne, Uh for my workout, and the number one song on the Hot Country playlist on Spotify is that new Beyonce song. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. And I totally thought that was like a whole joking thing uh-huh. this week with Beyonce re- possibly releasing a country album and her first two singles have been released to country radio already and this and that. And apparently it's a thing. Her song has officially been sent from her record label to all the country stations in the country to add to the playlist. I'm not upset about Texas Hold'em. I actually, I listened to it a couple times yesterday just trying to get a feel for it. And I don't hate it. I don't care for 16 Carriages, which is the second song that she released. Yeah. I don't really care for that one, but Texas Hold'em is not terrible. 
Is yeah. it the best okay. song? No. Nah. If she wasn't a, con- a a superstar in the pop music world and who she is, uh, would would you give her a chance or does she not have a chance because of who she is? I think it's her lack of chance is because she is so high end in the poppy world. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Um, there, she has a fan group that was on Twitter that sent out the contact info or a link to a website or whatever that has contact info for every country radio station in the country. <laughs> and I did see some texts yesterday first uh-huh. thing when, that I saw when we came in were members of the Beehive, which is her fan club, yeah. requesting Beyonce's, what is it, Texas Hold'em? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be upset if we played it. I think that it's, it is a country song. I think we're a country station and we play new country. Well, and country's so diverse right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I said it when Jelly Roll first had his song out on country radio. I'm like, this guy's going to have an uphill battle. And it sucks because of the way he looks, mm-hmm. right? With tattoos all over the face and stuff like that. Parents may not want their kids looking up to a guy like this and stuff like that. But the more you get to know him, the dude is genuinely a good guy that makes yeah. great music. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got such a good story of overcoming adversity and overcoming trials that he has put himself in. And he pulled himself out of those. And I think that that story in itself is just absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you haven't seen the the documentary for Jelly Roll on Hulu, go watch it. It's, it's really good. And, mm-hmm. and we'll g- give you a, a big background on what Cheyenne just said there. Uh, TMZ... Uh, played some video or an audio, an interview recently with Beyonce's producer, and he was flat out asked if Beyonce and Taylor Swift were collaborating on Beyonce's upcoming country album. He didn't give a hard yes, but he also didn't say no. Okay. What does that mean? (laughs) But Taylor's not even in country right now. She's not. yeah. Yeah. But like she's all she started here. Like that's where that's where she got her start. And I'm not I'm not upset with it. I think people who are truly talented should be allowed to go as diverse as they possibly can. And I think that that's what she's doing. And I'm okay with it. She's got a note. Beyonce's been added to the Country Thunder lineup. Woo! What is going on? My <laughs> mind. <laughs> that didn't happen. I'm joking. <laughs> we do start giving our Country Thunder tickets next week here on Camel Country. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Gunner and Cheyenne. Mornings till 10. Camel Country 107.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, hey, hey. 